0: More Than Words, Episode 3. Hello and welcome to the Ignite Youth Podcast over here at Waynefleet BIC Church, where we discuss life through the lens of our Anabaptist roots. My name is Julie Adams and I am joined by our youth pastor, Pastor Wes Hillis. Hello. Welcome.
1: I'm bringing the energy today. I'm you standing are, while podcasting. It feels yeah, lovely. It's you much are different. Like,
0: it's because I can move around. My ADHD
1: is like, let's <laughs> finally we can move and speak while podcasting. <laughs> this is great. If any of you have seen me on a Sunday wow. morning when I got to preach here on a Sunday morning, I walk around so much. Yeah. Julie's just gonna need a microphone in the ceiling that just—it's like a track. I can just oh, walk. Oh yeah, and
0: it can like follow you exactly. automatically, like yeah. a little like drone microphone or something. It would be so great. We yeah. Just get you a lapel mic. They actually <laughs> make those, but they're a lapel mic.
1: Right. But yeah. No. Yeah. <laughs> And the ADHD is setting in already. Sweet. I can feel it. But (laughs) (laughs) this is one of the worst episode three. We're going to have a lot, a lot of episodes with this. Probably we have a lot to do. Yeah. All summer. um, Yeah. Probably into September. I could see. Perfect. But then we'll just have more things to go off and more and more and more. So yeah, yeah, we have plenty of podcast material for you guys. And it's going to be really awesome and really great. So today we are talking about More Than Words and continuing our series. And we've been, if you have noticed, uh, we've, we've kind of had a theme through our last two weeks. And it's kind of been spending time with Jesus. Mm-hmm. Spending time with God. It's been something super important. So today we're going to actually talk about someone who spent a lot of time with God. And that is being Moses.
0: Yes. So
1: we're going to read Exodus mm-hmm. 34, um, chapter, Exodus chapter 34, verse 29 to 30. And this is when Moses is kind of coming off the mountain. And it says this, When Moses came down from Mount Sinai carrying the stone tablets um, inscribed with the terms of the covenant, he wasn't aware that his face had become radiant because he had spoken to the Lord. So when Aaron and the people of Israel saw the radiance of Moses' face, they were afraid to come near him. See, there's something really interesting about all that's kind of happening in this time for Moses and Aaron and the Israelites. So, they're finally at this like meeting place with God, right? Yeah. And this meeting place with God, Moses goes up and the people at the bottom are like, what now? <laughs> what What? what, what yeah. do we do? <laughs> and I think you kind of read through scripture, you can see that kind of happening with the Israelites. Yeah. There's a little bit of like, okay, what do we do now? It's like when he, um, any youth out there, who's listened to this or any parent, remember your youth. No matter how long ago it may have been, but you you're you're helping your parent of something. You're helping like your mom or your dad and they kinda leave you like like if your dad's like, hey, I'm gonna go grab this tool. Yeah. And you're just staying there and you're just like What do I do? You just wait. There's like do I do I what do I do? Like you just kinda have to wait. You just have to wait.
0: Well, and they didn't have the benefit that we have, which is like we can look back on oh, their exactly. experiences yeah. because all of these were like new world experiences. The, new, were world were new world experiences? experiences. Yeah. You're is having, that what you call it?
1: Oh, absolutely. Because you've had so many generations of Israelites who have been enslaved in Egypt to now come out and now experience. These are all very new things for these people. Well, and they
0: didn't have the Bible.
1: They didn't have the Bible.
0: They didn't have... Actually, yeah.
1: their written piece of material was coming down from the mountain of Moses. Yeah. And so you're having this time where all these Israelites are like waiting and waiting and waiting. Like, what, what the heck do we do? Like, we're just, we're just kind of stuck. Mm-hmm. We're just kind of stuck. And Aaron is left in charge. And he's like, well, what do we do? Yeah. <laughs> and so y- you read the story and you see what they do, like the golden calf and mm-hmm. all these other things. And Moses is like, guys, what the heck? Because for yeah. Moses, you have to remember... Moses is is gone up to God, and he's, he's writing on these stone tablets, and he's conversing with God, and mm-hmm. spending forty days and forty nights. To him, that probably didn't feel like a long time. Like he's just no. he's just motoring. They're just going. They're just yeah. they're just going about it. And I find it really interesting. I wish we had more about exactly what they talked about.
0: Hmm. Yeah,
1: forty days and forty nights, and you come back with only two stone tablets of yeah. commandments.
0: Hey, did you know that Moses had the first tablet that connected to the cloud? <laughs> sorry.
1: Oh, it's <that's> brutal. <laughs> it's so good, but it's so it bad so at good. the same time. <laughs> that's sorry. one of those jokes where you hear it. I'm guessing everyone who just heard that just went, uh.
0: I know they're shaking funny, their head. At it me. It's funny, but it's Okay, sorry. I couldn't, I couldn't hold it in any longer. I was See, thinking about it the whole time.
1: What's going to happen is after that we're done recording this, I'm going to walk into the boardroom. I'm going to tell it to Jonah. He's gonna be like, that's such a great joke. I know. And he's going to be like, huh? <laughs> <laughs> that's what he does. <laughs> but if you just missed the the interaction of me just kind of yeah. putting my hand down, like, huh? <laughs> like Jonah does. But if you know Jonah lore and you've seen him laugh, you'll know exactly what I'm talking about. Yeah,
0: And go tell him a good dad joke. Go he loves tell him those. A good,
1: he does love those. So... We've talked about a little bit about that but what we're really talking about today is there is something special that happens when we start to spend time with God. Yeah. Moses spent 40 days and 40 nights alone with God and he came strolling down the mountain totally unaware of that he reflected the glory of God on his face.
0: Yeah. Well, I bet by I bet by that point spending time with God just felt like like hanging out with your buddy like i've i bet absolutely. i bet it just felt so. like normal i bet he was so transformed in those 40 days that he yeah that being being radiant like that just felt like the new normal for him yeah, like uh you know,
1: but how long does it take for us to adapt to the situations around us like it's oh yeah, I think it's quick. like
0: 21 days or something like that to form a new habit to form a new pretty habit sure.
1: i think we adapt to like heat and all these other things yeah. and everything we adapt pretty quickly yeah like how many of us go on vacation down south and by like that afternoon, we're kind of like, yeah, okay, oh, this we're feels good. Good, yeah. We adapt pretty quickly. So for Moses,
0: especially yeah. to something that feels good, right? Something
1: that feels like home.
0: Well, but if think of if you have, if you've ever gone away somewhere warm, like gone down to Florida, even when it's been cold out, you go down there and you're like, ah, oh, this feels good. This feels nice and warm. I yeah. bet Moses going up there, he was like, ah, oh, this feels good. This feels like home. This exactly, feels like ah, yeah. oh, you know.
1: Yeah. So moses is reflecting god like reflecting the glory of god on his face like it's just mm-hmm. and that that kind of tells you something moses was like transfixed on god up there yeah like he was just he was just viewing god and in, in all of his glory and all those things mm-hmm. and so after this is after Moses takes time for time with the lord he literally began to shine like the lord we may not take on the same outwardly glow that you know that moses did after we spend that much time with god but it is impossible to have an encounter with him and walk away unchanged Mm -hmm. it's hard to actually have an encounter with god and say i'm not going to change at all nothing's going to change everything's going to stay the same it it doesn't work like that i find
0: no not usually no
1: no and i i can relate this whole story like everything we talk about here on this episode we can relate back to camp kakwa
0: yeah Oh, look yeah, at the absolutely. retreats
1: that the youth have gone on or if you've gone on a retreat or you've gone up to Camp Coq or all these sort of and you spend time with God no matter what it may look like mm-hmm. up there you come away changed and it's a very interesting thing that we do um, I remember so I did the flow program mm-hmm. uh, not that many years ago um, and <laughs> and something that was really interesting is we did a spiritual exercise so what we had to do was be completely silent ah. for about two hours
0: oh that sounds lovely no. no okay all right
1: for someone with adhd and needing the uh. feel of, like i need to burst energy out word
0: okay got to it To just
1: sit and just be still be still hmm. was so difficult it took me probably about like 20 to 30 minutes into the exercise to finally be like okay we can kind of calm down now. Yeah. So I went, um, so we're at a place called Creef Hills, which is like in Puss Lynch kind of area. Mm-hmm. Um, it's by Highway 6. It's a Christian like kind of center in that. But it's like go the nature and find your spots. And I remember walking this path and there was like a bunch of different trails and I saw signs like sunset viewing or something. I was like, hey, you know, I'll go sit over there. Yeah. There was a bench. So I sat down. I sat there and. 30 minutes went by and I finally started. I was like, okay. What I realized though, into the spiritual exercise was I didn't need to be silent. That's not what this spiritual exercise really meant. Okay. What it was, was I just need to focus on God.
0: Ah. So
1: a lot of people be like, yeah, you just need to be silent and sit and quiet. I'm like, no, like, that's not how I communicate with God. Mm-hmm. So I was talking out loud, just okay. on the bench, just talking out loud. And I remember when the other flow people came around, they're like, Wes, I thought we were meant to be silent. And I was like, this just, is this just how I talk. I can't do I can't. it. I, this is how silent. I talk to God. And they were like, oh, all right. And they went off. And I remember walking back and seeing them talk to God out loud and that kind of stuff. And I found oh, it interesting. But cool. spending those two hours just with God, just focusing on God, just communicating with God, this all those things. Like I didn't have my phone. I didn't have any of that. I didn't have a journal. I, didn't, I just, I just kind of went and... It was such, I came away, mm. changed just from those those two hours. Yeah. Just sitting of God. <clears throat> so Moses spent 40 days and 40 nights. He was showing the radiance of God's glory off yeah. just like the skin. And there's the story in the gospels about this little guy.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: We little man named Zacchaeus.
0: Yeah, like the song.
1: <laughs> yes. The song's actually about him though.
0: Who? God? Jesus? (laughs) What? Well,
1: you said, I said, um, this guy named Zacchaeus, and you said, like, the song. Yeah. But the song's after him.
0: Oh. Mm. Oh. Oh. Sorry.
1: I'm the little annoying brother of the church. This is why Julie's like, ugh. But Zacchaeus was... Okay, and my jokes are funnier (laughs) than yours. Zacchaeus was a chief tax collector, Mm -hmm. meaning he grew wealthy, From kind of cheating off people um, and charging extra taxes which was a very common thing that happened in ancient times it's not like Jesus found the worst of the worst and went you there are going to serve me very well but it was rather this was happening all over this was was a common thing it was actually Mm -hmm. a very bad thing but it was one that not a lot of people stood up for
0: well because they what were they going to do right because if you didn't pay your taxes then you got in bigger trouble than if you just let yourself get ripped off right
1: yeah so Zacchaeus, this guy who's been kind of stealing off people and doing all these things. After one dinner of Jesus, Zacchaeus gave half of his money away to the poor and to those he had cheated, he repaid them by giving them four times the amount he mm-hmm. took from them. That was Luke 19 verses 1 to 10, where that all kind of transcends and happens. There's another um, spot where a woman who is known for having a promiscuous... Promi-
0: promiscuous?
1: Yes, that word, uh, passed. Jesus met her... Um, at a local well where she cl- would collect water. After one conversation with Jesus, this one ran back into town telling everyone she had met the Messiah. It's John 1. I mean, John 4, verse 1 to 30. All of that happens. Even after brief encounters of Jesus, these people were never the same.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Like, not at all the same. And there, I find, for a lot of people in our world today... We're looking for this magical transcendence of outwardly things, and yeah. but how much of us just need a brief conversation mm-hmm. or
0: just sit in silence? Or, sit in silence. Mm-hmm.
1: For me, it was when I first like kind of who Jesus it was. Like someone introduced who Jesus was to me and who this guy was about it was a youth group. Yeah, spent two hours at youth group, probably like ten minutes in a conversation. I came away and I couldn't get Jesus out of my head, couldn't just couldn't. Yeah. I came away changed. Like my life changed forever because of that. How many of us who sit here and we're like, Okay, God, show me in this incredible way? And it's like it's it's not always gonna be in this big, incredible expanse of mm-hmm. the universe transcend like it's not gonna be like that. And how much of us just need to stop and see the small things? Yeah. It's like stop and smell small the roses. Yeah. And actually take that in and just sit with God, mm-hmm. and um, I find it just so interesting that we come away so changed when we when we when we meet with God.
0: Mm-hmm. Absolutely.
1: When Moses came back to the Israelite camp after being with God, everyone noticed that he was different. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, that happens in our lives too. Yeah. Like people notice a difference in you when you when you spend time with God. You there's something different about that. Yeah. I heard someone once say that um, they were confused by Christians. Christians confuse them okay. because no matter what seemed to sometimes happen it's almost as if they had peace Mm. like no matter like things could keep chipping away and chipping away and chipping away at them but but for some reason they had they held on to this there was a peace yeah and they never understood that and they said "Well, well it was Jesus like no matter what seemed to happen they could just hold on to it yeah they could cling to it and the person said, I never understood until I really started to look at Jesus mm-hmm. in my own life. And I started to discover that more. And I find it so interesting that we have this opportunity Like we have, we are so incredibly blessed. Like we, we have a chance to connect more with God in a deeper, intimate way than any of the disciples, any of the apostles, the prophets through all of the Old Testament.
0: Why do you say that? Because we have
1: the Holy Spirit, though. Yeah. We have this intimate relationship with God. Like Jesus went on the cross to die for us, and I just said there's going to be someone who comes, and He named, He gave Him so many names. And we talked about this Mm -hmm. in our in our previous series. Um, you know, who is the Holy Spirit, and you know what is the role of the Holy Spirit. Well, we talked about like the Comforter, the Advocate, all these names of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit lives inside of us in our daily lives, walks with us in our daily life, Mm -hmm. um, and we have this being with us yeah the spirit of god where it rests inside of us and Mm -hmm. helps us in our daily lives so when i'm saying that when we have this greater opportunity to actually have this relationship it's because we do there's a physical spiritual way that we actually connect with god yeah it's because the holy spirit resides with us and Some people might be like, that's kind of frightening to think that, like, this, the essence, like, this Holy Spirit's just with me, but...
0: Well, because, you know, movies and things like Mm -hmm. that, it's like you're being haunted or possessed, and they make that, they give a negative, um, they put a negative connotation to it, and I think that's part of the, I think that's a devil scheme. Like, seriously, that's part of the evil one just being like, oh, it's a bad thing to be... Mm -hmm. To be filled with a a spirit, yeah. you know, they make it sound bad, but actually, that's what we want, right?
1: Yeah. And so,
0: the Holy Spirit—that yeah, is yeah, yeah, not, yeah. not any. <laughs> yes, and so
1: I think that it gets real interesting because, like, I think of the footsteps in the sand poem. Yep. This guy who is at the end of his life and looks back at all all the footsteps through his life and all these things, and he says, "God, in in the hardest times." In the easiest times, there's two sets of footprints. And, you know, that's me and you. But in the valleys, in the really hard times, there's dark times in my life where I questioned everything. There's only one set of footprints. Why is that? Like, where were you? And God says, you don't understand. I actually carried you through those times. Mm -hmm. Like, those are my footprints.
0: Yeah, not yours. Mm -hmm. And
1: that's the relationship we have with God. Like, that's what I mean. Like, when things get so difficult and so hard where it feels like the world is consuming us, to actually be like, call on the name of jesus actually be with him because he's right there supporting us yeah and when you can have a partnership within that it it makes it so much tangible so much more like you feel that and you come away changed from that absolutely so in this series we've been talking about you know um what now so what um how does this actually relate um I want to read John 1, verses 4-5. And it says this. The word gave life to everything that was created. And his life brought light to everyone. That light shines in the darkness, and the darkness can never extinguish it. That light, that that shine, that's Jesus. Mm-hmm. And that the fact is that he came to this world in a very broken, broken world. And he went through hard things but he kept shining mm-hmm. like darkness has never could put that that fi- i like to use the word fire because i feel like for us there's it's warmth it's yeah. it's you see it it's a beautiful thing like and it's
0: contagious it spreads it right? spreads
1: yeah. darkness never could extinguish that never could extinguish that fire even upon death it couldn't extinguish the fire because we see through jesus resurrection in the new testament
0: mm-hmm.
1: and if you and if you think like well how much of a fire is it really? Like I don't see it shining in our world today. Look really closely, though, and you will see that there's a fire everywhere. Mm-hmm. Like you, you can go to a, a church on a Sunday morning, and you're going to be like, "There's, there's something here." Mm-hmm. You could go to our, our youth group and our our other programs, and you'll see there's there's these people who are spending time with God, and you can see the fire burning inside them. Yeah. Um. Someone used a. a a common phrase with me when i first became a christian it was like you're on fire for the lord yeah it's a very common phrase i didn't understand what it meant i was like i'm what
0: yeah (laughs) stop drop and roll maybe you're too young for that (laughs) i do remember okay it's fine okay
1: oh (laughs) when so when you realize when someone says you're too young for you're maybe you're too young for that and you're not it just hurts um well
0: (laughs) sorry. (laughs)
1: But this, this on fire for God thing that we can have, it's, it's passionate and mm-hmm. it's, it is deep and it's caring and it's connecting. And the thing is people notice it. Like people notice when you spend time with God, yeah. people notice cause you, there's, there's a different light about you. You, you glow a little differently. Mm-hmm. Um, I got called Bible boy in high school after oh, I, wow. by certain people I got called Bible boy after I became Christian. And it wasn't because they knew I went to, like they knew I went to a youth group. Sure. Yeah. A lot of people did. Yeah. I kept spending time with God and I kept, I kept, I could not talk about him because the more you spend time, like how many of us watch a movie and then talk about it afterwards. Oh, how yeah. many of us read a book, talk about it afterwards? Yeah, absolutely. Go listen, go see a play or a musical or something. And we talk about it. It's like, Oh, it so good. All this. How many of us read scripture, sit in prayer and say, Oh, so good. There were so many different things, and you come away impacted. You come away thinking all these different things. Imagine if we started doing that with every time we talked to God, every time we went to mm, God. Yeah, that light would be so radiant, so shining, mm. and the world would be like, whoa, a little brighter over there. Yeah. So, but now, what, 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 what do we actually take with this? What's actually important? And I want to actually give you some questions give some questions to the audience that they can kind of go through or kind of think about. Um, and the first one is, you know, you can go through it as a group or go through it, you know, individually. Um, things in my life that I can give up that take away from time. God, mm. what are things in your own oh, life yeah. that you can give up that probably take away time from God that kind of t- shift your focus that really don't really, maybe you shouldn't have a place in life yeah. for that. Um, are there excuses I use to not spend time with God? Mm. And these are just things we can list and just kind of figure out. It's like a self-assessment a little bit.
0: Yeah, those are good uh, thought provoking questions. And but... these
1: and these and these are some of the other ones. What is something you cut out from your schedule so that God could have more of your time and attention? Mm. And this is this is a really big self-reflection one. This is a really big self-reflection when I want us to focus on. What difference does our time with God make in our lives of those close to us? What impact are we making in other people's lives? You know, our family members are the people we see, um, people we care about most. Mm-hmm. I think it, it's, it can be so positive if we're spending time with God and other people see that and be like, I need that, I need to do, I need, I need that. Mm-hmm. I need to do what you're doing. I need to I need to take hold of that. So yeah. That was um kind of I guess like a first real big part yeah. of this whole series that we're doing. Um before we jump into the next part.
0: Wow. Thank you, Pastor Wes. That was a good uh good reflective time thank you if you'd like to get in touch with pastor wes you can reach him at wes at com, and my email address is julie at waynefleetbic.com so thank you so much for tuning in and we look forward to connecting with you next week have a great week bye